get the Pinot ready, because it's turd time. Life isn't all reality TV, but it should be. Everyone calls me Odie, like the dog on Garfield. The only difference is, I actually talk, and I'm not quite as stupid. Welcome to Bravo and Beer. All right. Well, here we are. Explain to a kid how a microwave works. So, oh, we're fucked. Well, let's talk about some distracting stuff then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, let's get into old Bravo and Beer. Welcome, (sighs) episode twenty-seven, momentous episode. I believe that was the age when Odie lost his virginity and started combing his hair in that specific Odie part. That makes all the lady cream their jeans. 27 parts. out swinging. I was not expecting that. Wow. 27 combs before bed. That's the Odie one. It's like Marsha Brady. I know Odie watched where Marsha would comb her hair a thousand times. Odie goes 27 to the right. I actually don't use a comb for those of you uh, wondering. Many listeners, you know, probably don't don't see a picture of me. So they're wondering, what does this guy's hair look like? What's his part like? I just use, you know, a little bit of the uh, the pomade, you know, the uh, put it in there. Kind of yeah, just you know, looks like you're a, up, like a greasy and... wop, just running that hand through your greasy hair. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's better than Rico with the uh, Jim Carrey from uh, Dumb and Dumber look going. Just <laughs> come straight forward, about halfway yeah. down the forehead. If I gave a shit, I would long. put product. Uh, what am I putting product in my hair for? I work from home. Yeah. The only times I go out are like to take the kid to practice. So that's what true. the, the hell one, do I need to do? The one time He's, we did catch business, Rico, though, we were doing a Zoom in a car. You had your business hair. <laughs> that must have been a long time ago. I can't, <laughs> can't even remember that. Uh, well, let's make the best of uh, this brand new, same new, new world, same as the old world, lockdown, threatening bullshit. And what I guess we'll have timing. to start playing beer pong again. There we go. Silver lining. Are we playing, uh, are we playing on Saturday? When does Penn State play? Nine? <laughs> play play nine noon. No, so noon your we, time. Just, 9 a.m. I'm not talking about depressing things. I didn't want to God, talk about yeah. Penn State. And, yeah, yes. Fucking Penn State. Um, but, hey, what perfect timing to be relocked down again, or we threatened to, because as we saw in 90 Day, the COVID is upon the peeps. And submit, <laughs> jumping right in. Uh, Summit had the funniest COVID-related line, in my opinion, where he's like, "He's like, well, I'm a diabetic, and Jenny is oh uh, yes old. <laughs> I love that. I made a note of that myself. It was such a, I'm diabetic, and she is, and it's just dot, beep, dot, beep, dot. Beep, beep, <laughs> old. <laughs> yes. At least he's not, uh, at least we know he doesn't have like, some sort of horrible cataracts or He's half blind, you know, from a, a cat attack at the IT uh, station. Yeah, fucking hilarious, man. Um, who do you want to start with? Should we keep on going with Jenny and Samit? Start with that. Yeah. So, what Let's games were they playing? I, I couldn't like, tell. Uh, cricket for sure. Cricket, yeah. And yeah. Jenny, not only is she old, but very unathletic. Looked like she just fell over a few times. Yeah. Probably not, not a good idea. Her hip didn't uh, displace itself like an old German shepherd that's inbred. You know, they have bad hips. That's what I view Jenny as. Kind of old German shepherd of 90 Day Fiancés. So you got to take yourself back. 
you know, you got to take yourself back to the beginning of quarantine back in March when people were still afraid. I don't know. Some people are now, but you know, everyone was staying home watching Netflix. And I was thinking, I'm like, I don't, I bet, uh, Samin and Jenny do not have Netflix. They did not get to experience the joy of the Tiger King phenomenon. Oh God. You know, that, that was a good like week of fun during quarantine. Like, oh, we got Tiger King. We watched yeah. this crazy fuck. The first couple of weeks we of quarantine, laugh about as, long as, it. as long as your grandma wasn't dying, we're pretty enjoyable. Just kind of sitting around like, all right, well, this is weird. It'll pass. But uh, I've got enough toilet paper and Netflix. But yeah, you know, I wanted to relive Tiger King through their eyes. And I feel like we're being deprived of that. Maybe they'll be like Odie and catch it in 10 years when it um, go, gets on Betamax. Hey, I know? watched Tiger King with the rest of America. I would, I would not miss <laughs> I that. I, why have we not had a resolution? Like Carol Baskin's Dancing with the Stars, dancing on her husband's grave with the stars. How do we not have resolution? Like, didn't the sheriff in Florida say, like, yeah, we think he was killed? Like, why, have they, why aren't they dredging yeah. the swamp? Why aren't they going through all the tiger, tiger turds? that have been buried in the back to find some bone fragments. Tigers Carol don't Baskin. leave anything behind. Yeah. No, they're like pigs. He's gone. It's I like in that so. movie Snatch. A, a gang of pigs can eat a man and chew his bones within two minutes. Sean Connery. No, I didn't, that was like Snatch. It's not Sean Connery. That It was some other weird. I know who you're talking grit. about, but your, yeah. your impression well, that Sean guy Connery. also talks weird. Irish, though. Like, not, or is it British? Is it Irish Sean, or British in that movie? Well, Sean, Sean Connery's Scottish, uh, but the guy in Snatch, uh, Snatch was British, uh, UK, like heavy Londoner accent or something like that. But he had a really weird cadence. So I don't yeah. know. I can't. Re- I can't. Re- I haven't seen Snatch in years. Uh, just, just wait till we get to Below Deck to talk about the budgie smugglers. Yeah, what the fuck? Well, like, you're getting ahead of ourselves. I've never heard Come that. Come on, Odie. Like we got to go in order here. Hey, you know, Jesus, teaser ahead. Price. High yeah. level teaser. That's what we do. Yes. Well, you know what? I, For the show I, you're currently listening to. What saddens me is to. this COVID shit hits, right? Right as we're being tempted or threatened by a drunken dancing Jenny. And I really wanted to see her just like slammed off her mind, dancing around, whipping her fucking red and gray hair in a circle, and probably whipping her tits out and flashing people at this Indian ring ceremony because she was getting ready to be tore up. Uh, I don't remember that part. How do you, you don't remember so. saying that she's like looking forward to the ceremony, looking forward to getting all hammered and dancing and shit? I don't think, I think you made up the part about her getting hammered, but... I think she's well, looking forward to. I, I presume she's going to get I, hammered at her own wedding slash ring ceremony. It, Would you? It's, I mean, it's not like they don't have booze in India. I've never been to an Indian ring ceremony, but I, I would assume the drinks are all very small, tiny little drinks. <laughs> here is your here is your Dixie cup of beer, uh, your Kingfisher beer, sir. Enjoy. It's probably a hard yeah. tea. Uh, that's my guess. Yeah, they were at a hard lockdown, right? I, yeah. Because they were showing the streets and there's like no one. In. Where do all these uh, Indian homeless go? Because I thought there was probably more people in India without homes than with homes. They go underground like the Chuds, or I read like the Thailandese, the Thai folk, they crawl up inside of elephants, kind of like the Tauntauns in uh, in Star Wars. They just slide up in I did not. Hear, I did not see that out. story. I must. Yeah, you didn't it. see that? This is our Thai audience. Fuck. What are you talking about? The Thai podcast we started, 
Who's in my elephant is actually top <laughs> 10 right now. <laughs> Talk about it's actually a, our only game show podcast where you have to guess based upon feeling the sides of the elephant and you have one piece of clothing to identify who is in that elephant. And then we find out who it is at the end of the episode by giving the elephant a little bit of uh, sriracha. Sometimes it's like a celebrity out of nowhere. It's like Gary Busey. What are you doing in my elephant? <laughs> Gary Busey's in everyone's elephant. That's the thing. Don't tell. That's the end of every episode. It's every always episode. Busey. <laughs> how, did I get, how did I get in another elephant? <laughs> it's like the mass singer, but with elephants' assholes. It's great. Um, so tune into that. Uh, oh, this is, I found my fucking mask. It was, speaking of stupid COVID shit, I found the mask I was looking for all day that was supposed to be in my car, and I didn't have it when I went to the Costco, and then I had to scramble in my trunk to find a mask that was in my golf bag and smelled like a nice, golf balls. A nice, clean, sanitary mask you pull out of your yeah. dirty golf bag and <laughs> strap on your I've face. Been, <laughs> I've been using my mask since August, maybe. Well, you should wash July. it at least. Or is it uh, like the... <laughs> The uh, like light blue one that you just yeah. strap on. Yeah, yeah, dude, that that's one. not sanitary. <laughs> so bad. That's like you're like I this chick. Like the my ta- that's like I the think that's you the get norm. The, that toxicity from leaving a tampon in for six months. That's you in your face right now. It's disgusting. I'm building up my immune system, not uh, shutting it down. I have my own science that I prescribe to. So that's that one. You've got your own elephant that you crawl into yeah. and yes. get a dose of the, the dirty. Yes. When I go grocery shopping, I crawl in my elephant and I direct <laughs> them through the aisles of Whole Foods and say, that'll do. Stompy, you're back again. Rico out of toilet paper and booze. Oh, wait, wait Rico, can we hear your elephant impression again? <laughs> I don't know. What that, that sounds was. like a wounded coyote. I've heard worse. <laughs> <laughs> that's an elephant my friends um all right what else uh yeah i was curious to see coded like in india to your point about the homeless like how much worse would it be i know they had a lot of cases do they have a ton of deaths i don't remember reading that they had like a mass amount of die-off or anything well did they report deaths i mean you never know that's the question countries like what who who the heck knows nobody knows yeah China apparently uh, ended it with one lockdown, so we should have just done what they did. And they're out of the clubs right now, as we discussed last episode. Yes, yes, yes. Wuhan, mm-hmm. Wuhan! I got you all in check. Yes. Well, I didn't have anything. Uh, I mean, unless we want to talk about make this a COVID show, which I don't think. Uh, no, I don't want to do. do that. But I do want to I talk one more else. COVID statement, though. Is that? Do you think that? I mean, considering the fact that Summit was making absolutely nothing a day and Jenny wouldn't let him leave the house to work and she's pulling in $200 uh, a week from social security. Are they making vastly more money? It, like, I don't know. Do the Indian government send bailout checks if they force people not to work like the U S did? Cause if so, they're probably like celebrating like they're, maybe, they're living the high life. Maybe submit. This was the best thing that ever happened to them because they, re- the call centers realized we could just have these people work from their homes. There you go. Submit and, his living uh, life to his greatest extent. He can go all the way up to five hours a day or something. <laughs> I, I just don't get Jenny's plan to like, well, I don't want to be home alone. <laughs> well, do you yeah. want a home or do exactly. you want to be home alone? Do you want to live in the bad yeah. neighborhood? And they are like, not, are you, you're scared to go outside. Do you want to be able to move somewhere else? Because that involves working in some shape or form. 
Yeah, I she's... mean, not, not to skip off uh, Jenny and submit, but that's the same thing as with Ariel. I mean, oh, she's well, getting mad. I, I got about 45 minutes on Ariella. Yeah, that fucking piece of shit. Her and Brittany, once again, winning the episode oh, with their God, Brittany, absolute geez. cuntitude. Oh, the worst ever. Um, Who are we going to next? Rico, 45 pages on Ariella. Dead silence. Can't think of one of them. Thanks, Rico. Oh, are we talking about Ariella right now? Okay, let's... Well, we're done with James. Here's my my number one note. Still a bitch this week. (laughs) Didn't change. Still a bitch. So, Um, the thing... I mean, the one one thing thing that jumps out to me... Oh, you said it, Odie. You said the magic word. The one thing. After Ariella went off on Binium last week or two weeks ago where she's like, you keep saying, just do this one thing. Just do this one mm-hmm. thing. Just do this one thing. And and they're not like ridiculous things. He wants his kid to get baptized. And what was the other one? Get circumcised? Oh, the crazy Binium wants to baptize and circumcise his son. Oh, so fucking crazy. Then Ariella has the nerve to say, the one thing I asked you to do is what? Check her um, not turn off your to phone. not turn your phone off. I think mm-hmm. is your Rico At check the club your microphone when you're singing. Is your microphone on properly? I don't think it is. I think oh, once God. again we've been recooned, and your microphone is not properly connected into the Zoom because you sound it's not picking up loud enough. Really? When mm-hmm. we started, he was like too loud, and then I thought it got normal. So. I don't know. It sounds like it's really low right now. So well, now, now it's it even lower. Really low. Are you messing with the input output again? I'm not it's, doing anything. It's uh, you just said it. The, bu- the volume I, sounds low. Is it point? Are you like? Is it sideways or is it like directly pointed at you? There you go. Now it's, now it's directly pointed at me. There you God, go. Such an idiot. <laughs> well, it was turned around backwards and upside down. So I did not listen to this week's episode of How to Use a Microphone podcast. <laughs> so that's probably why it was turned the wrong uh-huh. way. Every All episode, right, anyway. exactly the same. Uh, just uh, plug it in need- and uh, talk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she is a- ridiculous. The whole thing with her going, like the whole phone thing, her not trusting him was so ridiculous. I My note was, Oh, you're crazy, ugly, and jealous. What a combination that Binium has uh, for a winning wife of his wife and mother of his daughter. But when she's like, yeah, just don't turn your phone up. And then also going through his phone, like, yo- like oh my God, yelling at him, stealing me. his phone, she and then grabbed, to call random grabbed people. his phone from him. And it's like, oh, yeah. well, you don't mind if I just call anyone in here? I can just call anyone in here. I'd be like, well, they'll probably be pretty freaked out if they're just getting yeah, random yeah. calls from you. Like, what? Yeah, it's <laughs> like, she's like, would you mind? It's like, yeah, I would mind. Yeah. Why are you going to be an asshole to my friends? <laughs> yeah, I kind of mind. Sorry. Mind. Exactly. Anybody would fucking mind. And it's like, you know, she keeps giving Binny him shit. You know, he's got to work, right? Like even she was getting pissed off because her parents come in and they seem to like him just fine. He's being respectful and yeah. nice because he's a nice guy. So he has to work. And yeah, he should have told her beforehand, definitely. But at the same I time... I know why he didn't tell her beforehand. Because, because she's, she's a, a huge bitch. bitch. He and just, he, he wanted, wanted a little bit more peace. Possible yeah. moment. Yeah. This is what he happens when you date a huge bitch. You wait to tell them news they might not like until the yeah. last possible moment. A normal person, you'd be like, hey, you know, when your parents come in town, they're coming in town at like seven. So I got to work that night because uh, you don't make any money and yep. I have to work four jobs. So I'm working at 10 o'clock that night. So we're going to hang out and then I'm going to go to work. Okay. Like, okay. That's cool. Yeah. 
A normal person. Yeah. Ariel, not a normal person. Huge bitch. Yep. And on top of that, I love that she's like, she's like, well, why couldn't you get off? You know, my parents come in. It's like, I'm sorry. Do you think he manages the dance studio club, whoever he's he's slapping asses at? You know, he's a professional ass slapper, right? Like he doesn't have that type of. <laughs> That type of sway at the place. And now, like, what do you think? They could, He just calls out. They have another ass slapper that just comes in to replace him? He's got to be there when he's got to be there. You know how hard it is to find a backup ass slapper in Ethiopia? <laughs> you don't just call up another ass slapper. Not they like don't just grow on trees. Only coffee does that in Ethiopia. Actually, I don't even know if that's true. Does coffee grow on trees? I think it does, right? Or is it in the trees ground? or is it like a uh, Is it a, a bean? Plants. Is it a bean in the ground? I thought it was on a plant. plant. It's like a plant, isn't it? Coffee plant? No. Well, let's do the podcast. Where does coffee come from? It's one episode long. <laughs> it's like a no. It's a cereal, like Kofi uh, Annan. It's a seven-part series on where does coffee come from. We're just like, well, that wasn't it. We we never Google it to find out. We just randomly go into go to different places around the globe and uh, see if coffee's there. Next, Antarctica. So Don't another thing. <laughs> you know, I'm waiting for Ariella to be like, to Binia, why don't you just take your paternity leave and, and get eight months, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, paid vacation and stay home and help me with the baby. Yeah. And uh, she's just totally unaware. Well, how also, hard it, she's you know, bitching, yeah. she's bitching about him leaving to go work. And I'm like, okay, well, and she's like, you're going to leave me here alone with the baby. And it's like, well, your mom's there right to help you out like what's the problem your mom is there to help have her help she flew in even, just to help you with the fucking baby even if she was alone you can't take care of the baby yeah what, what the <laughs> fuck it's not like seriously okay it cries it eats it poops mm-hmm. it sleeps repeat there's only four possible things sorry that you're going to be tired from taking care of the baby but one of us has to work. Do you want me to take care of the baby and you go work? Pick or yeah. shut up. Well, that's it. But he can't. When they're that young, he can't. You, I mean, unless you're doing straight yeah. formula, which I'm sure she's not. You know, she's she's breastfeeding. And also, I don't know what Ethiopian formula is good or not. But you know, either way, like yeah, I told you guys, Ethiopia. my wife and I, or maybe I didn't say this. My wife and I had a discussion because, you know, I took like two weeks off, but I didn't have paternity leave or anything. So I'm still working. So I'm like, we had a discussion, like, she's going to stay up. She has to get up and breastfeed the baby every whatever, you know, hour, hour and a half. And we're like, there's no point in both of us being butt-ass tired all day. You know, I'll help out during the day when I can and help change it and stuff like that. But when you're not blacked out drunk, too. I slept in the other room because it's stupid to have two people fucking tired and pissed off when one of them can't do anything but wake up and be like, Oh, the baby's awake. Oh, you're going to put your boob in the baby's mouth? Oh, okay. Well, I guess I'll watch that and then go back to sleep for an hour. It's so fucking stupid. It's stupid. Tune into our uh, new podcast, uh, Kermit the Frog and Spinky Have a Baby. Ariella should tune into that. Why are so but, many I mean, the, the thing that Binyam does, though, he he's trying to be like a nice guy. He's an, inviting his whatever his one friend, whoever that was, to come over, and his sister to yeah. keep her company. Like he's thinking, you know, he's thinking in a caring way. And she's like, Matt, I don't know why they're here. Like I like being alone. But she says he doesn't want him to go to work. But he has to go to work because he has to make oh. money. 
Oh, and on that, you, you hit the nail on the head there, but it, it was even worse. She's bitching about, because I made a note, she's like bitching about, him, you know, people are coming over and they, they came over, but I'm a private person and I don't know if I want them here. And I'm like, okay, I get that. That would be annoying to have people coming over when you just want to chill and you're tired. But then when they go to leave, she's like, so you're just going to leave me here alone? And they're like, well, it's midnight. So yeah, it's like, pick one. Which side are you on? Do you not want people there? Uh, are you going to bitch about that? Or are you going to bitch about them leaving and you being alone? Because you can't fucking have it both ways. Could you just wait outside on the doorstep maybe for like two hours? <laughs> I'm tired of talking to you, but I don't want you to leave. Can you squat behind the refrigerator for a few minutes? <laughs> Yeah, she just fucking, she is the suckiest of suck. And by the way, when did she start calling Binium baby all the time? I think I heard that, well, not all the in, time, yeah. And, not in like, not to us, not in the third person. And like, it's just, she's using baby in first, first, second, and third person. It's obnoxious. I never noticed before this episode, and I wanted to fucking smack her. It was so annoying. It's very confusing, too, because you have an actual yeah. baby. And you're talking about baby and baby. It's like, what, yeah. what is happening here? Where, yeah. Like, it, who's the baby? My wife was like, maybe she's talking about the baby. I'm like, no, no. She's talking about him. He's the baby. Then there's the other baby. And then he calls her baby. It's too many babies. Yeah. So I wanted to go back to the phone thing for a minute. There was one part where she said she called someone on the phone. They answered. And then and they hung up when she started speaking English to her. As if yeah. that's weird. <laughs> maybe you called someone who doesn't speak English and they're like, what the fuck? Hang up. Yeah. Real surprising suspicious? there. Well, Ariel is no Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Like and I had someone Sherlock. call me today, picked up speaking Chinese. What did I do? Hung up the phone. Damn, Rico's girlfriend. girlfriend calling you again. <laughs> <laughs> I get a lot of those same calls. Uh, I could, I speak a little Chinese as you know, and I still can't understand anything they're saying. Immediately babble. Um, I, I did like, uh, oh. <clears throat> well, where Ariel is asking Binyam or baby to call her dad, Mr. Weinberg. And he's like, oh, so doctor, what if I'm like, doctor, doctor, sorry, Dr. Weinberg. And he's like, oh, what if I'm like, oh, he's like with his hands, like, what's up, Dr. Weinberg? What's yeah. up? <laughs> oh, God, I like that, that, was... that immediately her dad was like, don't call me that. <laughs> yeah. he's oh, like, what thanks, are you doing? Another great weird. Even yeah. the mom was like, uh, do you hear what you already called you? You, you got to correct that. He can't call you. Yeah, it's really, her, really weird. Her parents are so nice and reasonable. I can't understand where she it's, came from. It's the same as Brittany, man. This fucking stupid, privileged pain in the ass has never had to work a day in her life. Her parents are so nice and reasonable, but they are clearly enablers. They clearly give her money. They clearly have never made her do shit. She's never been disciplined. She's never like, you can tell just the way she handles everything in life. She's a fucking brat. You know, like mm -hmm. the way she whines about everything, the way it's always like, oh, and this, this fucking line, I, I wrote this down because it pissed me off so fucking bad. She's like, I can't wait because my parents are coming and it'll be good to have some people here that are 100% on my side. They're like, oh, so it's just about a power play, you fucking yeah. bitch. That's all she's doing. She's threatening to take the baby away from yeah. Binium every possible moment. Yeah. He's holding it over his head. And they're not a hundred percent on her side. I don't. They're not. They're like. If anything, they're on Binium's side. <laughs> like, yeah, it's you got to work. They weren't mad that he had to go work. You're like, yeah, you know, you got to go work. And they're like, huh. And they were even the part where he's like, oh, so you didn't tell her, huh? Yeah, it's kind of a. 
he probably knew he's like ah, she's a bitch as yeah. soon as you tell her that she's gonna fucking be a bitch his dad's like more. we still haven't told her she's adopted for a reason <laughs> honestly they were probably happy not because they don't like binyam but you know more time for them to spend right. with the baby yeah. and you know they, they didn't well, care. of course you're gonna want to see your kid and you, you see their boyfriend or whatever and you're like oh good to see you and then you're like all right well now we have time to spend as just us yeah exactly no problem they had no problem with it only ariella did of course she sucks uh i will give ariella credit though for apparently having gone through the pregnancy and uh taking dumps and whizzes after having a c-section on a toilet with no seat (laughs) i like that yeah what were they waiting for? <laughs> what? That's when you He's get like on day one. It in. It's like, even I can put on a toilet seat. It's not hard, dude. What are yeah. you doing? Did they say why they didn't have one? I think the apartment just didn't come with one. I think I think in Ethiopia, they don't that's give you the toilet seat. Yeah, that's that, exactly. <laughs> Only the penthouse suite has the toilet seat. You want what? Hold on. I have, the, I have to call the landlord. I have to call <laughs> the on. seller. Let me call America. Let's get a toilet seat here. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, at least she was. I, I get she's a little pissed off about crapping in a, in a seat with a toilet. Um, yeah, that else? she should have made more of a stink about. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, that's where you're on the show. Yeah, um, yep. I had one I'm more done. note, which is just that Ariella and Sandy, my uh, my wife, had said this earlier too. She made she made a couple horrible jokes. And my wife's like, God, her sense of humor is terrible. And then I, oh, I caught another one I later. I didn't even realize she made a joke. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> the thing. They're so stupid and inane and unfunny that you wouldn't even notice. There was one where it took me a minute to figure out what she was talking about. I thought she was going to try to bullshit about the baby being baptized. Her parents get there, right? And they're in the hotel lobby. And she's like, she's like, Ma, Dad, Ma, Mom, Dad, I'm, I, uh, I see, I'm a super religious. I accepted religion. Oh, and yeah. they're like not paying attention. And their mom's like, what? And she's like, I, I made it. I made a deal with the devil because huh? my dad is here. Ah! And the mom was just like, all right. <laughs> dad just ignored it completely because it was so yeah. fucking stupid and yeah. nonsensical and lame and confusing. Everybody's just like, it's best just to move on. <laughs> They're like, yeah, that's why we're okay with you being in Ethiopia. Yeah. <laughs> we don't miss you, honey. You stay as long as you want. <laughs> Jokes like that will be here again in two years. Right. <laughs> uh, anything else on Ariella and Binium and Avi. Were, were they like half the show? It seemed like the whole show was them. I guess I guess the Britney was a good majority of it too. They were all yeah. They were a lot of sh- it was basically yeah all Britney and uh, and those two. They didn't do any. We got a tiny taste of cheese stick. So, and, so uh, I just want to say something real quick. I identify both with uh, Binium and Yazan very very much. Uh, this struck me. In the episode, <laughs> Brittany, um, or I'm are sorry, we getting? We, uh, can, we can't. We can't get all of our heavy lifting cake at, in the first start of this episode. Can we? Should we save Brittany for the end of this? Heavy no, no. I'm, I'm not going to say anything about in depth about Brittany. The okay. Brittany portion. I'm just saying. Yazan said he has a love hate relationship with Brittany, and I'm like, huh. I can kind of identify from the past. Um, but what I'll tell you, Zan, is soon, of those two things, the love falls away first. <laughs> and then you just hate the person. So that's my identification with Yazan. But do you still want to have sex with them sometimes? 
Yeah, that, that falls away too. <laughs> and then um, Bidium, I'm like, oh, so you're trapped in a relationship because she's holding a kid over your head. Mm. I identify with you as well. Mm. So it's like yeah. a perfect merger of all the fucking terrible things in a relationship. Yeah. So that's well, just say, my, I mean, again, I, I, you talk about this on your weekly solo podcast. My life's the worst with Rico. <laughs> It's a good listener. You're trying to lift yourself up and feel better yeah, about get some self esteem on your own side. Listening it's to very, it, life. it doesn't sound like an uplifting podcast, but very uplifting. Not for you Rico, can, it's, but for uh, it's like else. watching Hoarders. I, I've told you guys before. I watch Hoarders hungover because it makes me feel better about myself. I'm like, all right, well, I may have thrown up in a bush. I may have done one of those those dry pukes that bounces back in my face with the toilet water, but at least I'm not living in a house with seventy cats and shit ground into my carpets and pooping in a cup. So there's that. Got that going All for right. you. Very good. <laughs> Very good. All right. All right let's go that? to Tim. Let's go to All Team. Right. Cheesy? Uh, yeah. Not a I lot of... get his of actual name Tim. Because, uh, yeah, obviously they're not long for their relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, the mom is a, just a ray of sunshine and, and joy, yeah. obviously. <laughs> it reminded me... I have a note. Remember in Home Alone where he's... Uh, he looks at a photo of Biff's girlfriend and he's like, Biff, your girlfriend. Woof. That's what I wrote. Cheese, your mom. Woof. <laughs> well, now we know where he gets his looks from. <laughs> yeah, and his uh, accent, his way of thinking, everything. And, and it's so weird. His, he's like, you know, and Melisa called him out on it. He's like, huh, I'm so nervous. My heart's a pounding, waiting for his mom to get at, come to the airport. I'm like, what? what? Why? <laughs> what are you warning for your mom? What, is, what? what are you talking about, man? <laughs> you talk to her on the phone all the time. Who fucking cares? So, so they were so like, weird. the reason that <clears throat> Melissa didn't stay with them, which I, I thought was pretty, pretty weird, but not totally weird that she didn't stay in the apartment, went stay with her parents. But the reason was, I'm, I mean, the fight that happened was that on a previous no, season was, of ninety that days. That was a only thing of legend. But I get that. I mean, if you're Melisa and Tim, goes, fight, even Tim gets it. The, the fight was, was, the fight when, was between his mom and Melisa. No, 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 no. So this is what happened apparently, and I pieced this together today. This is something I was going to talk about too. I did not realize that Tim cheated on or cheated on her um, while they were still living together. I, I thought either. it was. After she whoa, like moved whoa, back whoa. to Columbia, yeah, and it was like they're apart, and maybe he's hanging out with his coworkers, gets a little drunk, and no, she was there. Yeah. Like, huh? Yeah, that is mind. I don't know if that, I mean, again, was that clear like, yeah. before this episode, and I just no, didn't pick up no, on it. I was not. I thought it was See, when I, she was gone, and they were still together. Because I mean, she's she's a. In, Empirically, a very attractive woman. Now I'm dying. I'm beyond. Can I? I'm so confused. Who he had sex with? I'm dying. I swear that he was talking about. We was talking about before. He was just not justifying it, but saying that you know he was you know missing her and you know he was lonely. I don't know. She was there, and they were talking about him cheating on her. She was in the apartment, and the mom was over for some. Why was the mom there? That's unclear. If you're going to have a fight with your girlfriend about cheating on her, don't have your mom there as well. And then, so the mom was there and she threatened to call the police. That was never really touched upon. Although the mom says, I love you. Um, 
who's buying that one. Yeah, it was so weird. I like that she's like, well, yeah, you know, I, it's uncomfortable because you call the cops. And she's like, well, I, I just want to make sure I feel fine about it. Like, okay, well, you're the one that threatened <laughs> to call the cops, so you would be the one that feels fine about it. <laughs> Understandably, she's a little bit more miffed than you would be. Um, yeah, the mom's an idiot. And uh, the only other note I had about this episode was that the aunt spells her name Karen in a very stupid way with a K and a Y and an R and an N. It's very stupid. Hey, everybody, a quick reminder. If you could give us a five-star review, that does a lot to help the podcast grow and, uh, of course, strokes our egos, which is very important. Also, to hit that subscribe button and join us on Facebook, just type in Bravo and Beer. We do have a page. We've got conversations. We've got pictures posted so follow us there and also follow us on twitter at bravo and beer that makes sense um so when we just lost uh, our karens all the karens just just the ones that spell them (laughs) just the stupid karens the other ones are like yeah fuck that karen (laughs) see you later out of here see you in hell stupid karens um so when What's her name again? Yo, Melisa. How do you not Maliza. know her name by Maliza. now? Come I don't know. She's even really? a nickname. Um, they were calling her Mel. S- <laughs> <That's> <laughs> terrible nickname. Like Mel Torme. <laughs> um, when she tells the mom that she's not staying there that night, the mom couldn't even pretend to be upset. It's like, <laughs> oh, that's very considerate. <laughs> Can't you be like, oh, are you sure? How come? Oh, we were looking forward to chatting. She couldn't even pretend. She's like, all right, see ya. What are even now? Can Tim- I get your coat? Can I get your shoes for you? Get you out the door. What are the odds that Tim uh, spent the night masturbating to OnlyFans accounts in uh, in the bed after Melissa left the apartment? I say one hundred percent. The fans like a accounts? self-reflection of, only fans uh, or my do. my fans. What do they call it? All the, oh, the 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 chicks. With the nudie websites, OnlyFans, right? That's like that's. I don't know. Say. I've never heard of this. Oh, no, you don't know. I, I would never. I would never dabble. <laughs> I'm sure it's called OnlyFans. Don't ask. I me guess that. I'll look that up tonight. <laughs> is it, well, I mean, your Melisa is out of town. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for your son to walk in. Daddy, can I get a good night? Oh my goodness! Oh no. You think he's starting I'm, to pull his pud yet? Is he old enough? 12 is the age. I was just thinking, I'm like, I don't want to see it the other way. It's going to happen <laughs> sooner or later, and it's going to be fucking horrible. Uh, can, just, can you guys, uh, do you try have not a good to story be in about, the same room as him uh, and uh, avoid him yeah. everywhere. Do you guys have stories? Have you been caught? Did your parents catch you or a loved one? No. No, no, never. I got almost caught once. Uh, we have to hear this one. Well, <laughs> do we have to? I do not want to hear this. It's <laughs> so you know. It's as bad as when you caught your dad editing gay porn. <laughs> uh, it, well, I ended up in the same room, so <laughs> I'll tell you that. So no, I was uh, in high school, and you know, you get home more that my wife's in here ruining the podcast. It's she wants to hear your story about jerking off in Apparently, front of your dad. She's asking where the baby monitor is, right in the middle of this great story about about almost being caught masturbating at home. So, <laughs> God, has a baby monitor? Tact. I threw it in the street. Who cares? <laughs> so no, I was at you know in high school. You get out of high school earlier if you have a sibling. Then 
that whoever is the older sibling gets out of high school probably like a, an hour and a half, two hours earlier than the middle school, right? Remember this, the way they space this shit out. So I get out, I get out of high school and I'm going home. And I had, uh, at the time, my dad, you know, he was in video production, as you know, from the gay porno editing. And we had a Betamax and a VC, VCS, VHS. Betamax. I Second Betamax reference on this show already. <laughs> Uh, so I had the Betamax and the VHS, right? And my grandpa, I went through all his, like, to make some money. He was like, I want you to go through and organize all these tapes. I have my basement because oh he just It's all of this, tapes. all oh these details we need to know. All this? Yes, it's important. Oh well, it's not that important. <laughs> so anyway, I find this porno in my grandpa's basement, right? And uh, I have to like, catalog it. So I find my grandfather's porno tape. And it was a dirty, dirty tape. This chick's putting stuff in her butt and every other. How old was this I like was, from the seventies? Black and white? Like, no, the poor. It was not that old. Like he, my <laughs> grandpa had been making it fairly recently, apparently, because the porn was not that old. So I'm like, well, I'm taking this home to make a copy, and I made a copy from VHS to Betamax, right? So recording from the TV. That's important because I could only watch the Betamax in the main family room. <laughs> I had a VHS player in my bedroom, but I didn't have a tape to go in it. You should I have moved the Betamax, just unhook so, the cords, maybe. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, and then what? No one's going to notice the missing Betamax from the family? You bring room? it back when you're done. Well, if I had time to do all that, Rico, I wouldn't have gotten half caught. So you got to listen to the story. Today's so drinking anyway. word is Betamax. 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 Take a drink. <laughs> so I'm in the main family room on the couch, you know, getting it done. And I didn't lose track of time, apparently. And I'm doing my deed, and my sister, I hear the front door keys rattle, and I hear her coming to go, ah, bam, 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 bam. she's walking in the door, and I'm just naked on the couch, you know, like <laughs> on the verge of coming, and I'm like, shit! So I turn the TV off and run downstairs with like a shirt over my dick and to the basement, because that's the only place that's safe I could think to go. So I run down to the basement, and uh, and like hide in a corner, and she goes, she opens the basement door, and she's like, Brian, are you down there? And I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm down there, doing some laundry. I'll be right back up in a minute. And uh, she's like, oh, okay. And then I uh, found some clothes that were lying on the basement floor around the laundry area, and went back up and pretended like nothing ever happened. She did ask me why the TV was off, and I was like, uh, don't turn that back. Why is the TV off? <laughs> I turned because I didn't have time to stop the thing. I just turned the TV off, but the porno was still playing. If she had turned the TV on, it would have been porn. So later that question. night, your parents yeah. went and turned on the TV. And just no, I waited for her to go upstairs or go to the bathroom or something. I pulled it out. <laughs> Hit her with a beer bottle and said, you'll never remember anything. <laughs> Hit her, give, her a, give her one of the roofies that I always kept around for emergencies. A forget-me-now. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so there's that. All right, who's next? Who's next? Let's get rid of Jahoon. Get All rid right. of Jahoon? Sad. Yeah. Sad Impressive. episode. Although Very sad. I was not expecting yeah, that. Devin, Devin losing the baby is very sad. Although I do have to ask the question. Uh, oh, I'm already. I already thought it. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, what am I going to say? <laughs> well, I was thinking like, sorry, Jahoon, but you're better off. 
Well, I was going to say, why didn't they use birth control? <laughs> oh, well, but, that, that's uh, we, understood. I, I think we agree. know they don't use condoms. Uh, apparently not. Yeah, the lies have been exposed. Yeah, I mean, I, I also think better off. I mean, look, they can't afford it anyway, which is, again, why, if you the- can't afford a baby, aren't you using just condoms in general? Maybe, I don't know. Hopefully pulling out, tape over I would hope your at, least, at least pulling out. That's 99% effective. From science. Yeah, exactly. Superman that hoe. What the fuck is wrong with Devin? I I mean, I can understand maybe a touch of the downs here being, uh, you know, sexist here and understanding Jahoon, um, not being (laughs) so conscientious, but Devin is like 22 years old. She already has two fucking kids. Yep. Well, you, you are not close kids. to financially stable. Get a fucking brain. Jesus. Yep. He's selling phones, old phones for the only income they have. <laughs> I can't even, I don't, I don't, I can't even wrap my mind around how you can live off of that. Like even come close need, to living off of Yeah. I think, I don't I, think her parents or his parents have to be helping them in some way. But I did like that. Her mom, not her Devin's mom, but the uh, Jahoon's mom Took her to a nice little museum of history that looked Jehoon's fucking rad, by the way. Fun. It yeah, looked amazing. Simulating taking shits for some reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. That's interesting. That's awesome. A little the weird, whole thing, but funny. The way it was all set up was so so neat. It was like a little town inside of like the warehouse. It had little roofs and little power lines running. It was cool. It's like being in tiny town. They had a heart-to-heart conversation, and it was the only time ever their little translator things worked perfectly. What a what a disappointment! <laughs> I I really was sad that that it didn't work well. It, well, one one time it was like yeah. this museum is chilly, and then the mom was like, "What?" And then she's like, <laughs> "Oh, I mean, it's great." And I was like, oh, "Okay," but why is it Devin? Has she made any effort to learn Korean at all? I mean, you live in Korea. Your <laughs> husband's Korean. Your child's half Korean. Wouldn't you try to learn a little language? You'd think Devin would do a lot of things different than she does, but uh, she doesn't. That's what makes her so charming. (laughs) Devin's taking Kenny's language school programs. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Just um, just go and wing it. She's like, oh, okay. That was a good educational DVD. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Hello? Did my internet go out? All right, well, we're back. That was a weird little uh, internet snafus. But, oh, I got my power fixed, though. My outlet no longer goes in and out, which had uh, been some fuckery. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. The electrician said they'd send me an invoice. They haven't, and it's been about a week. I'm hoping they forget. (laughs) They're not going to forget. No. Well, you'll be surprised. The electricians and people and, and those types of uh, job roles often not very organized. Not very organized wow, what a what a horrible thing to say about a, a wide swath of people, Odie. What a dickhead you are. <laughs> well, God. I mean, I'm just telling it like it is. I mean, I'm not, uh, <laughs> tune into our new podcast, uh, Hazing <laughs> on Craft Pissing Labor. off commoners with Odie. <laughs> I like how to send I, invoices for electricians. <laughs> every time a uh, a working man comes into Odie's house, he just spits in his face and then kicks him in the ass and goes, "Get to work, retard." Normally, what I do is they say, "I'll send you an invoice." I say, "Well, what if I gave you cash right now?" 
they say, ooh, cash right now. Well, that sounds like they you would lower miss the out price on the, down. the off chance that you would not get an invoice and get it for free, though. Well, well tune into our new podcast, <laughs> How to Lower Your Taxes, but also maybe get audited by the IRS. Long name, but great podcast. <laughs> yeah. I actually paid for my uh, air conditioner unit, air conditioner and heating uh, water heater with cash only, and uh, did a little hop, skip, and a dance. But anywho, cash uh, for an air conditioner. That's a lot of. A lot of cash right there. It was, yeah, it was like five grand. Well, we did, we just wrote him a check. We didn't actually pay him cash, cash. No, no. But it's still cash. If you Same thing. Robbed your cash. drug dealer to, to pay for that one. My drug dealer refuses to take checks from me anymore, which I think is. <laughs> <laughs> I got to stop making my checks out to drugs. <laughs> they kept asking, why in the memo line does it say eight ball? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what can I say? We got a big pool convention coming up. <laughs> uh, Fat Boy Slim or whatever's coming to town. Can't remember the name of that guy. Fat yeah. Boy Slim, isn't that? I, a- there is. I'm trying to think of the name of the guy in the movie The Hustler with Paul Newman. It was definitely like, not Fat Boy Slim. No, Fat, Fat Boy, Boy Slim. Slim is fucking in heaven. Fat Boy Slim. I love Fat Boy Slim. It was something like something Slim or Minnesota something fat. Fats. Minnesota Fats. That might have been the exact name. I'm amazed. Good job, Rico. It is. Wow. Who would have thought Rico, a man about town, watching black and white movies with Paul Newman, who, of course, was in our fraternity. Let's never Fantastic, Paul Newman. Excellent salad dressing, dressing too. Ah, I beat you to it, Odie. (laughs) You know, they say that there's a piece of Paul Newman's uh, rotting corpse in every bottle of Newman's own. Well, that's not appetizing. That's what gives it the tang. That's the zest. Every bottle. Are we All done right, with Anything else on Jahoon? Did we say anything about Jahoon? Did we even when we talk about Devin? Really. But uh, it wasn't really. He was barely in the episode. Yeah, yeah. I was her getting to know his mom, who I'm sure really hates him now. I, I'd like to see the the mom in the court custody battle. If we could oh, yeah. get some footage of that, I'd be very much appreciated. South <laughs> Korean court TV. Anyone gets that on their the cable? I agree. If the mom used the the footage of Devin. She's like, look at this idiot. She took a shit in a museum. <laughs> Showing her. <laughs> you want her raising this child? Pooping in museums? <laughs> uh, does it, I, I never thought much about South Korean pop stars, but knowing that one of them is dating Devin makes kind of like, eh. yeah, this is the pinnacle of your profession. Have a new dream, kids. I don't know. Seriously, well, I think they're just trying to get on the American radar screen there. I mean, well, the next season of 90 Day Fiance. Jahoon probably could be a Korean pop star now. He's launching his career on uh, on Devin's back, <clears throat> which is what he should have been doing. He should have been doing a lot of things on Devin's back. You know what I mean? Oh, of, uh, <laughs> then he wouldn't be on the uh, <laughs> 90 Day Fiance. So. <laughs> true, true. All right, just one more. You just got Brittany here. Uh, yeah, just Britney and then, uh, rocking on to blow deck. So one thing about Britney real quick, we've already discussed previously, her mom seems reasonable. Her dad seems reasonable. Now we're introduced to her friend who also reasonable. seems reasonable. What the <laughs> fuck, Britney? What the fuck? <laughs> her friend, I know the, is the, the empirical voice of reason perfectly rational girl she's like well you know i mean he is your fiance she's like i i, I couldn't help but smile at his bitch ass she's like 
well, you know, you're allowed to <laughs> smile at him. You know, you are in Jordan. Her friend's like, yeah, this is a little odd. You know, people are staring because your tits are hanging out. <laughs> it's like the best. So the best, my that favorite was, part was, was where Yazan was pissed off. He got into a car accident and uh, Brittany never asked if he was okay. Right. Never. So then Brittany tells her friend, like bitching about Yazan, like that fucker got into a car accident. And her friend's like, oh my God, is he okay? <laughs> That's the first thing she said. And you can see Brittany's face be like, huh. I don't never know. Never thought to ask. <laughs> By the way, I was proven correct in my assessment, by the way. You saw Yazan go through and explain that he got in this accident, he was talking to her, and he, you know, blah, 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 and he bought it for her, and I was correct. Brittany reads everything wrong. She is such a piece of shit. She, like, immediately yells at him. And I like her friend was also calling her out, like, um, you see how you're talking to me calmly? She's like, all you do is yell at him. And Brittany's like, oh, I guess that's true. I do just yell at him. It's like, he's never heard the, your side of the story. He's just heard you yell at him. <laughs> so, yeah, where does she find this rational, reasonable friend? And why does this reasonable person want to be friends with Brittany? Uh, that's Doesn't make what any I sense. can't figure out. I mean, and even, even the friend knows you go to Jordan, maybe not the best idea to walk down the street with your tits hanging out. Maybe yep. not. Skin Brittany, who's jeans. been to Jordan, lived there for what months? Maybe didn't even think anything about it. Just I know it's so fucking Boy, crazy. Like, that's not at all like I was expecting it to go. As everyone's staring at me. So what the fuck did you expect? <laughs> no self awareness. Um, nope. I like that she, she has such a warped sense of self worth. By the way, she's like you know on the way to Jordan. She's like she's like. I'm just, I know how much I'm worth. This is, I'm making this a girl's trip. I don't need him. I know I'm worth more than he's doing. It's like, he's, he's turned his life upside down for you. What do you want him to do? But your, your worth is so high. What do you, why, in what world does she have so much self-worth? I'm very confused at where this comes from. The parents again, telling her she's like, you know, God's gift to, to earth and not, not having any discipline and let her do whatever she wants. It has to be the only answer. It'd be funny if uh, Brittany's friend ends up with Jazan and Brittany ends up in a Jordanian prison. <laughs> <laughs> now that you mention it, I'm heavily rooting for that. I think her friend was better looking. Oh, definitely. Taller, prettier, at least with makeup. Way nicer. Way nicer. Way that more intelligent. A, yeah, that would be a fantastic episode of like, if Jordan has her own reality TV show, girlfriend swap or something like oh, <laughs> I was engaged to this horrible, horrible person who kept lying to me about converting to Islam, lying to me about that. She was already divorced, lying, lying, lying. Then she uh, comes to Jordan again in a tequila shirt all day. Okay. Yeah, all she day. tells her friend or she's like, I'm not going to initially. She's not going to go to Jordan. Then she's like, I'm just going to go to Jordan for a girl's trip. Home. Great idea. <laughs> what? It's a destination for bachelorette parties. What a great place to go. <laughs> yeah. Where's the strip club, sir? Do you have uh, banana hammocks here? Do you have the Do you have the thunder down under here? We could go crash that. Yeah, it's so stupid. So, like her friend's so gotta you... be when they're walking down the street and people are like staring at them with awe and hatred and yelling that they are sinners at them. Is her friend like? We're going to die here. 
you brought me here to be stoned to death because that's what I'd be thinking. Yeah. Well, yeah, possible. Then they go to a bar. How Which about I didn't this bar? They had. Yeah. They are angry at them for ordering rum. It seems like all the patrons do a double take when she's like rum. Like, huh? I think they were just doing double takes because it's two black chicks that they've probably never seen before. Maybe. Like, I, I guarantee a lot of people have never even seen black people before in that, that uh, place. I, I, don't I don't know about, don't know that. about that. Well, yeah, maybe not. Seems... But two, two chicks that are kind of dolled up, let's say, that are black. Maybe they just edited it to make it seem like these people turn their heads when they heard her order rum. I was like, well, why does the bar carry rum if it's that? Yeah, I saw a guy drinking JB whiskey at one table. It's not like they're not drinking in there. It might it might be one of those things where, well, men can come in here and order rum, but two women coming in ordering rum. That's that's true. When was the last time you guys went to a bar and ordered rum? I think I told you this story already. It's when I accidentally was talking to two underage girls at a bar who ordered shots of rum. (laughs) Oh, that's right. It was last week. Now, (laughs) I was in the bar, so I say it was not on me to card these girls and see if they were of age, because they were in the fucking bar. But they ordered shots of Captain Morgan's, and I said, these girls are probably underage. (laughs) Because nobody fucking orders shots of Captain Morgan. I don't know that I've ever done a shot of rum. For me, I guess probably... I know I have. I have. I've done sailing cherries. Probably college at uh, didn't Bar Blue have like a like a pitcher like a rum pitcher night like rum and that Bar was Blue before was, we yeah. uh, no, no, it was after that was after us oh, yeah yes. Bar Blue replaced uh, the Nittany Cafe uh, Nittany some, some what the fuck did Bar Blue pe- replace but you guys was, I mean you guys were there Bar Blue was there at the well, end I've of, been there but yeah, it wasn't there, there when wasn't we were there in college we were, there. we were already gone before that place opened I didn't really like Bar Blue I liked whatever was there before much more. it was the closest bar that's the only reason to go yeah it replaced the one with the outdoor patio and all that now shit. the lion's den you're talking yeah, about it was next to it it was right next to it there was oh. yeah there was something else there it was like a bookstore probably something stupid or no it was an Italian place it was like Luigi's yes that's what it was so to get to our uh, history of state college, tune in next <laughs> week. <laughs> what bars became what? Um, anyways. Oh, tune so, into our new podcast, State College Bars, co-hosted by Scott Paterno. Ah, <laughs> coming up with podcast, not you guys strong suits. So why don't you leave that to the professional over here? Uh, Odie's <laughs> really yeah. into this uh, making up podcast. I, that's like his fifth or sixth one today. Listen to to John Odermatt's number one hit podcast, podcast that will fail with John Odermatt. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, it's failed on title alone, hosted by John Odermatt. So uh, Brittany, she wasn't shy about drinking up, right? She tells Yazan to come pick her up. eh, Not slowing down in the meantime. I'm sure he's going to love seeing her just completely yeah. shit faced. what a stupid shit and her again her friend the little jiminy cricket on her shoulder is like maybe you shouldn't get real hammered if he doesn't like seeing you drunk and he's kind of weird about it and she's like no i'm getting tore up it's like okay so you're not just gonna like you know maybe slow down still have a drink no britney's such a fucking self-centered bitch she's like i'm gonna get 
extra hammered to make sure he knows I'm drunk because I ain't changing for him. I'm my own man. I'm my own woman. I'm a, I'm a strong girl. Like she's such an asshole, such a fucking asshole. And I remember well, laughing my the ass narcissist off. compared to oh, her. Oh, huge. Per yeah. her. She, that's yeah. what she said this week. Wait, what was she, wait, she said she it? called him a what? narcissist. Yes. Oh, I missed that. That's that happened. What do you think her parents can be thinking watching this show? Like, oh my God, what did we do? Probably like, thinking they should have beat her more as a child. Because <laughs> that solves everything. I, her dad's Just like, I should have knocked those teeth straight with a backhand. She wouldn't need braces. Um, you know what? I The other line I had to write down because I was laughing and laughing is she goes, she goes, you know, I was missing Yazan and then my logical mind took over. And I was mm. like, logical mind, Brittany. That's, those are two things that don't add up. They don't make sense. They don't cross over. Your logical mind. So your logical mind took over when you're missing them. Your logical mind had you walk through the airport without stopping once, straight through. Yes. What do you think you'd want to? We didn't even stop? talk about that part yet. Look around. Yeah, we'll go for it. We're talking about it now. Um, so I, I'm trying to figure out who's more at fault like i'm always gonna side more with britney's at fault but if she gets off the plane she doesn't see a text from yazan that hey i'm waiting for you well, that i don't that doesn't make sense they don't he said he's been trying to reach her and if he's going to the well, airport, was he trying to reach her while she was on the plane like of course the call's I, not gonna maybe, go through maybe it's yeah maybe it's not because i don't and know i don't know when you land in a foreign country generally your phone's not you're you're not getting messages, right? Unless right. you connect to the Wi-Fi. But sometimes you're in a fucking, if you're in a weird country like Jordan, you're not, it's not immediately clear how to connect to the airport Wi-Fi. Like it's, it's all in Arabic. You're like, well, I don't know how to, what to do. So if she didn't get any messages, like where to meet and she's, I don't know, been there once or twice at the most. So there's not like there's a meeting place. Well, how did they meet um, the first time? They, they I don't know. The Maybe they prearranged it. But but when Yazan got there, he just sits down on a chair. He like sits down and sex with some homeless guys. Like, hey, I gotta sit here. <laughs> and so, I mean, I could see where she didn't see him. No, and then he was looking around. And he's if he's sitting in a chair, he saw her getting into a taxi mm-hmm. through the window. So he's clearly not which that was far ridiculous. Away. Plus what there's the a fucking odds? camera. Plus there's a fucking camera crew also. Yeah, I didn't even say following that's both how of them. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He's got a camera. Well, they're probably kind of like far away, but still, I don't give a shit. If you're Brittany, even if you think you, you know, I don't know if he'll be here or not. Either way, you don't simply walk straight through the airport and leave. You stop. Yeah. Look around. You stop. Do a lap. And then you go. You don't just well, fucking she's walk looking to justify out of the airport and get a taxi. Like that's again, she's yeah, she wanted to be she's looking to justify her girl's exactly. trip. She was like, "I'm justifying. Yes. It's going to be a girl's trip. Whatever. I don't care. Fuck him." She was just looking for a way to wiggle out of it. Yeah, so. exactly. Funny thing about Yazan, he sees her, and I'm thinking, "What the fuck are the odds you look out the window and you see her in a giant yeah. airport?" <laughs> but you know what, Yazan did not do. He did not exactly rush after that cab. Like, hey, hey, I'm here. He just leisurely strolls out there. And uh, I mean, he easily could have like got to her. But like, hey, I'm here. Like knocked on the cab yeah. door. He did true, not try it all. Well, I don't know. Maybe he's like. Are, are we keeping you awake, off. Brian? 
No, no, no. I mean, you know, when you got a freaking baby, man, tired. Freaking 8 p.m. I know, but I'm up early. The baby wakes up early. I'm up early chasing around. She was off because it's Veterans Day. And the baby was so she, off. The baby was off. No, the baby was on. And we, but she was, she wasn't at daycare all day. So we had to spend all day, like, you know, with her nonstop. It's been a tiring day. Um, terrible. Other thing, <laughs> parents I, all day with your baby. <laughs> awful. Awful. Sober so, all day, too, probably. You poor yeah, soul. Dead sober. Couldn't even shoot heroin like I love to do. Uh, the other thing I want to uh, talk about is this line. She's talking to her friend, right? And her friend's like, uh, you know, you're being ridiculous and Yazan's doing this and that and he's doing a lot for you. And she's like, well, you know, maybe my friend is right about Yazan and the way I've been reacting to him, but I don't want to give him a chance to hurt me more. I'm like, okay, so he's right and you've been overreacting and being a bitch, but it's still his fault and you're not going to give him a chance when you were in the wrong, you're not going to give him a chance to hurt you again. Like this circular logic this idiot has, it drives me insane. When did like, he hurt her in the first, first place? Before. What's that? By someone else. When when did Yazan do anything bad to her? Exactly. When has Yazan done anything? I mean, you've been lying to him the entire time you've known him. You've lied to him. You lied about your marriage. You lied about converting to Muslim. You've lied to this man. You fucked his whole life up. Probably, you know, irretrievably, and yet he's hurt her. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's it's uh, it's amazing to watch, really. And that's yeah. why we've been talking about them for twenty minutes because she's fucking insane. Yeah. She is a you know, sociopath, I guess you would say. Um, do you, do you think there's a Jordan version of this podcast? Like, do you ever listen to sports talk radio and the Steelers are about to play the Ravens, so they get the local beat yeah. writer or the local radio host from Baltimore on the Pittsburgh show and they, they talk yeah. about the upcoming game? I want to get the Jordan reality TV show <laughs> podcast host. I want to hear what they have to say about They're games. probably all criticizing you on for getting tied up with her. Yeah, for, that's true. They're like, these they're, fucking they're, stupid Americans are blaming Britney for everything? Their reality TV podcast is called Behead the uh, Infidel, and it's uh, <laughs> pretty much the the ending is predictable to every episode. All right. Anything All else right. in 90 Day, or should we move it along? Let's move it, move on. it along. All right. So my, my um, notes on Below Deck, my summation is the intersection of assholes and incompetence. So, yep. <laughs> I think that sums up the episode. It really does. Pretty much. Plus, sprinkle a little sunshine in there, which uh, is a hilarious nickname that Eddie the Bosun was given to Shane. I noted that. The Berkeley That dickhead. was pretty funny. Yeah. I fucking hate that goddamn little piece of shit so much. That little fucking Shane asshole. Does the he think he's on vacation? Yeah, what the fuck's he wrong with him? He's on vacation. He thinks the world is a vacation. This fucking it's prick. Like, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we'll see how he does the rest of the season. He was one of the guests, uh, Shane was, on the after show with uh, Andy Cohen. And, you know, he he was basically saying, yeah, I shouldn't have been swimming. His, his yeah. thought process at the time was nobody else, all the guests were gone. 
It's going to jump in, swim a little bit, relax. Nothing to be done when the yeah. guests are gone. Isn't that wonderful? On a giant yacht, there's nothing to be wiped down, clean, put away. Either way, have your fucking radio next to you. How about that simple trick? So mm-hmm. when the captain or somebody calls you, you can be like, hello. That's like if, you know, my, my wife was sleeping in the other room with the baby. Maybe I'm getting drunk in the bedroom alone. Had the baby monitor near me, though, so I can hear if that baby wakes up. Hide that bottle under the bed. <laughs> there you go um uh, no but I, it, shane's it, like i fucking couldn't get over either like he's supposed to be helping out you know with the the crew and he's sitting there and uh they're making drinks and he goes out when they bring the drinks to the guests and he's just standing there like a weirdo as the chick's like describing the drink to them and eddie's like shane get back here on the radio shane come here get out of there get her get away from the guests and shane's like what man and it's like i was helping her present the drinks like helping her present the drinks you were standing there like a fucking psychopath being weird like what are you what are you doing he's just he's such an idiot well the chicks told i mean it it was i I agree with you i'm gonna be out there but they what's the one uh one's name not the lead yeah is he is he Oh, no, is no, that, not the, easy, the chick the, that hates being being there, or the other hot one. The other hot one, the uh, the yoga yoga one, um, Elizabeth. I can't remember her name. Elizabeth, something like that. She, yeah, she like after you know he comes back, he's like, well, Eddie said I can't come out for the drinks anymore. She's like, well, it really would help if you were out there. It would really help. What? So I don't know. What, so what I'm thinking, there? maybe I think there's no. some chemistry between the two of them. Maybe. Oh God! I, no, she wants to bang James. All the ladies want smooth James, or uh, what's the name of the guy on the billboards out in Los Angeles? Sweet James, who handles all the injury lawsuits out here. Him and his weird pencil beard. So, um, um, if we want to talk about James real quick, I did not understand. I don't think James understood either. The um, cat fighting going on over who <laughs> awesome. would get to ride on his jet ski. <laughs> that was some drama. And I, I was confused I by the whole thing. Like the one girl liked him and yeah. the other girl got to ride on a jet. Like they're acting like, I don't know. They're in relationships where yeah. they know him at all. Like, acting like they're in He was just junior whoever high, got maybe? to ride on the jet ski. He was yeah. going to bang them. I don't. Uh, that's apparently that's what they're reading into it. I, I mean, that's why I enjoyed below deck so much is because I mean, we're skipping to the end, but we can go back for a couple other things. Yeah. They, the fucking crazy fight between these chicks, I guess the, the darker skin, black chick who I, I don't know any of their names, not the birthday girl. Like there's like birthday girls, lighter skin, black chick. It's her birthday. I guess the darker skin, black chick was like, Oh, I like that. James. I want to bang him. Okay, fine. The other girl likes him too. Fine. It's her birthday. Isn't this trip ostensibly for her birthday that the, the lead gay dude's throwing? Okay. She wants to ride in the jet ski. Fine. It's her fucking birthday. She wants to get uh, James giving her a lap dance later at night. Fine. It's her fucking birthday. Why are you? That's why you're you're here, jealous girl, for her birthday. And you know what? I I don't think James would have minded getting a a body shot from both of them. I think he would have been okay with it. Exactly. And that chick just losing her mind. Like, I got to watch this bitch get a kiss from him. I got to. It's like. You don't know him. You've spoken <laughs> to him maybe for a minute, maybe a fucking minute. Like, I'm sorry, were you going to marry this guy? <laughs> like, it's so, 
insanely stupid. And I was glad that the the lead primary was like bitching her out at the end of the episode. I was like, good, this fucking frivolous little bitch. What are you talking about, girl? You don't know him. You don't. You're not going to bang him. You know, he's not even allowed to bang you. Like, what are you thinking? Unless they meet him at the bar afterwards. Well, like those uh, the housewives did in the last season. That's true. Well, I I mean, I allege that was set up by Pete, but we'll never know. <sighs> oh, Pete. So many people we need to interview on this show if we ever if we ever become like Joe Rogan and we could get our, our, our just our pick of the reality our pick, show. Our pick of the Pete's? Yes. Uh, for our new show, Pick of the <laughs> Pete's in the morning. <laughs> Pete Hill and the unit coming up at you. <laughs> tka, tka. I have so many questions for Pete Hill. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's Pete Hill's a guy that we knew back in the fraternity. Uh, fascinating character, horrible person, truly, truly terrible person. I remember one time. Ah, he was fun. He was fun, fun for us. It doesn't mean he wasn't. A <laughs> Better hope person. he's not a uh, regular a listener. He's a listener, listener. And I'd be very shocked. <laughs> but he had a, a one funny story. I'll tell about Pete Hill. Is uh, he was sure making told. out one time during a party with a girl who was, let's say, a, a bit girthy, a bit girthy. And uh, somebody went up to Pete and was like, like, hey, hey, man, eh, I don't know. And, not, you know. and not look, not to say that people can't make out with girthy, girthy girls. There's anything wrong with being a girthy girl. I'm just saying I'm, I'm painting a picture for you. I'm giving you the tapestry. here. So somebody goes to Pete and goes, ah, I, don't, I don't know if you want to do that, man. And Pete looks at this girl and takes a step back and goes, that'll do, pig. That'll do. And then walks away. And it was one of those horrible, mean things I've ever seen a, a human being do in my life. I've seen people light homeless on fire, and it was less brutal than that. That's bad. That's terrible. That was awful. Awful. Terrible person. Yeah. Well, and it was Brian McWilliams that went up to him and said, I don't know. If I do was not me. <laughs> and then Brian never, took I, that girl up rather, to his room. I'd rather laugh at him the next day about it. Yeah. Uh, Plus, I was we... eating the gummy bears out of her back pocket. So, what was that? All right. Well, shall we go to, uh, I don't know. This is kind of a secondary story, but Izzy. Oh, my God. Is it this easy to get hired on a luxury charter yacht reality show? Do you just have to be the dumbest <laughs> fuck possible? How long does it take to unload someone's luggage? One, I mean, yeah. it, it's kind of ridiculous. I at what point of social socioeconomic status do you get to the point where you're like, I'm not unloading my own luggage? That's ridiculous. I gotta have I someone do it for me. I don't know why you'd want somebody to do yeah. it for you. I feel like that would be odd. You wouldn't know where the fuck anything was. And also, I don't even want my luggage. It's a three-day trip. I don't even want my luggage unloaded. Leave it in the corner. Mm-hmm. I'll dig through it. I don't Leave fucking it in the need suitcase. to unpacked. So this is, you know, whenever we go away for a weekend, I usually, I'll take like three pairs of boxers, like three pairs of socks, Yeah, you know, some jeans. There's always unused boxers and socks. <laughs> <laughs> always. Because <laughs> after that first night, you know, Friday night you pass out and then Saturday you just get up. You're like, oh, let's go to brunch. And then you yeah. start drinking and then it's like 11 p.m. And you're like, oh, shit. It's time yeah. to go to the strip club. Well, this, this, never- leads me, <laughs> this leads me to a great line by Izzy 
Um, so you bring that underwear with you, right? In case you shit your pants, you got to have your <laughs> underwear there in case you never know. You never know what's going to happen. All you right. might shit your pants. And Izzy had a line. I wrote it down because it's fantastic. She's you know, packing all this, uh, all these clothes away, hanging them up. How many times are you planning on shitting your pants? Yeah, <laughs> that is the question you have to ask yourself. <laughs> well, it's like, you know, I, a buddy of ours, Jamie, he one time... He was like a PA uh, at a studio lot in Hollywood, biking around. And he's running from building to building on his bike. And he was doing that lemon cleanse, you know, with the cayenne pepper and the lemon juice. Talk about this last time. No, I told you. It's been brought up. That was episode 11, the lemon (laughs) cleanse. (laughs) Go back and listen to it. Lemon party. Uh, No, it's a different story than that. But he he was on the lemon cleanse and he kept crapping and crapping and crapping. And eventually all that comes out is like this liquid mustard colored goo and he had uh he had to go places and do things and he kept crapping himself so he made a man pond with a bunch of rolled up toilet paper shoved it between his butt cheeks and had to bike all over the lot and he was in utter terror because he made a a run from one part of the studio lot to the other and he got back and his man pond wasn't in his butt anymore (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so he had to he had to go find it because he was terrified someone else was going to find his mustard poop soaked man pond in the middle of the studio and he was like shit where did i go i gotta trace my steps again not what he sounds like but he had to go find he said he found it he found it like halfway between it doesn't fall out while he was biking <laughs> When you find it, do you go, oh, that's disgusting. I'm going to throw that away. I would would have left it for sure. I would never have gone back to pick it up personally. I would have been like, fuck it. That thing's out there. Is someone going to DNA test it where they know who it came from? Like, oh. Well, we found a dirty piece of toilet paper that looks like somebody shoved it up their ass. So, of course, we got to DNA test it. And guess what, Jamie? You're fired. The loudspeakers. We've got a shit-soaked wad of toilet paper at the Lost and Found over here at Paramount (laughs) Studios, right next to the set of Gilbert. What's what's eating Gilbert Grape? Can somebody come pick that up? (laughs) Uh, Anyway, getting back to it. Oh, yeah, Izzy. How long does it take to unfucking pack someone's luggage? Yeah. She was baffled by this. Yep. Yes, they well, had a lot of different outfits. Still, it should not take you eight hours. All right, let's I make a bet. Her- let's make a beer bong bet. Beer bong bet. Hashtag beer bong bet. Um, Izzy definitely going to transfer to the deck, right? That much is obvious, mm. but. Uh, based on a beer bong, will she be good or bad on the deck crew? Competent that's, or incompetent? That's obviously incompetent, but also how do you Better judge? or worse than Sunshine? I think we vote on if she's competent or not. Well, what's competency? Is competency better than Sunshine, Shane? No, that's or? a very low bar. Well, although I think she'll instantly be better than him. He's, he's absolutely incompetent. So he's nice. So he's, uh, I'm just making sure that we're agreeing he's incompetent. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is Eddie, that the bar Eddie seems highly competent. So very I, we don't know about James. James seems. He doesn't seem fine. to do anything wrong. Yeah. He seems fine. He's like, I mean, a, again, uh, we're giving him too much credit as if this is some really difficult job. I which think is James is a, a little nudge above Rob in the. Uh, yeah, the smarts. Ah, that's very insulting to James. <laughs> I haven't heard him say one time I, I need to be seen <laughs> or talk about how complex his emotions are. I mean, come on. 
Don't don't insult him yet until well, it's only two episodes in. Let's not forget. Um, I'm gonna bet that she is. Well, okay. So, what are you are you guys saying that she's competent or incompetent? Then Uh, she's incompetent, but I don't know how to judge it. I I think she'll be fine. Uh, I mean, she'll be better than she is now uh, as a deckhand. If comparing right. the two jobs, but well, you guys are both going. Well, Rico says it confident, but what better than what? I'll take. I'll go with full, either full competency or full incompetency, just to run parallel for the bet. So pick which well, side I, you want to be on. I think she's going to be horrible because she's an idiot. All right, then I'll go with full competency on the deck crew. Then <laughs> I'm going. I'm going with full competency. All right. Wow. Wow! Got a root for incontinence. Stunning. Do you know? I mean, the reason why is because she—it's all about contrast in life. And Eddie's going to be looking at Shane in contrast to James and Izzy, whatever her name is. So she's always going to look better. Listen to John Odermatt's other podcast, Come Contrast, where he comes (laughs) on various objects and then compares (laughs) the contrast of the colors, which changes depending on what he eats that day. Contrast. Starring John Oderman. That's how you make up a podcast. <laughs> Already 100 five-star reviews from what I hear. <laughs> 50 times every, the listeners is this podcast. Every single person that listens to it instantly five-star review. Um, all right. Let's start with the guests more because yeah. these fucking people. We had the, the crazy the crazy fight already. But the guests going in. like They already went to the drink station. They go into the fucking kitchen to try to help. Like Again, having worked at a kitchen... I would fucking flip my shit. I don't care who you are. I'd be like, get the fuck out mm-hmm. of oh, the, my kitchen. The cook was exactly, she nailed it. I mean, the cook seems very uh, competent this season. Except when she started crying because the breakfast orders were too hard. Did she cry? I thought that was a yeah, oh, She about, was weeping at one she point. She was mad about the pans. That she didn't have bigger yeah, pans. She was crying over the pans, which I was like, oh. you've lost, I've lost all respect for you, Rachel. Although she was right, and I, t- I predicted to Sandy they're they're ordering all that breakfast shit and these more that was these, that was obnoxious. Such I, I got so angry with that. Yeah. Like how lack how much lack of self awareness do you have? It's one fucking cook. And yeah. You know, and they were ordering the most ridiculous shit, and then they're like, "What's well, my food not ready?" In yeah. Five minutes. Oh, you know, you're eating your food, but where's my food? I'm sorry, you ordered eight different insanely complex, stupidly ordered items, and you expect it all to come out at once and be warm. It's ridiculous like fuck these people and then the one girl ordered like avocado toast but didn't want the avocado touching the fucking toast (laughs) what are you kidding keto toast too keto toast do they even have keto toast i guess maybe i don't know so this is what i thought if if i was like in charge of that boat i think i would have been get the fuck off the boat Go. Get the fuck off the boat. You don't have to pay us. Get the fuck off now. Like yeah. they were so obnoxious, just the biggest assholes. Uh, yeah. Highly entertaining, but very entertaining. Work? And the thing is, for they're assholes every time. They've been on the show three times. They learn nothing from the experience of seeing themselves being well, fucking assholes. They clearly learn nothing. Like how much you money believe, does this one dude have? If you believe the primary, he says that Bravo TV encourages him to be extra to be demanding and he's just doing what the producers want him to do and that's how you get back on three times might be true i don't know well i could see that but well i mean do you really care that much about being on tv if you're spending that much money to be on a boat who cares about being on tv 
Just yeah. have fun. We would yeah. be the best freaking yacht guests ever. I can't wait until we get on the yacht. It's happening. Whenever COVID's over, it's happening. We're going to do it. Oh, whenever COVID's over. LOL Never. to that statement. Never. <laughs> Jesus we just Christ. have to find a cruise ship that takes to international waters where COVID has no dominance. Or at least governments can't stop us. Um, but yeah, uh, speaking of criers, Francesca, pathetic. Ugh. Ugh. Pathetic. You're crying the first trip and over this? You I, just... What was How he, did you I, get I, to be a chief stew if you're this um, if you're this mentally bad. weak? Stop hiring female chief stews from Australia. I, not to be <laughs> sexist really or uh, nationalist, but uh, I mean, <laughs> come on. One's an anomaly, two's a trend here, right? <laughs> That's where they all come from. That's the only well, one. Yeah. Well, Captain Lee's last uh, chief stew, Kate, she was awesome. She was a fucking real bitch. But she was funny and she was really competent, like really good. She ran shit. She was just like bam, bam, bam on top of it, cracking the whip and like rarely messed up. And uh, yeah, you can see the severe drop off from Kate to this uh, this dude. She retired from the show to like host her own Bravo show. That's how popular she became on uh, on Captain Lee's boat for like she was his stew for like five or six seasons of of the show. So if you're chief stew and you have guests like this and they or start ordering this ridiculous amount of, you're like, don't you go up to them and say, Hey, that's fine. You can order all this shit. You're not getting it all for like an hour. Yeah, you got that's... one cook. So if you're mm-hmm. cool with that, keep on. You want a ham and cheese omelet? We get that to you in five minutes. Yeah. Right. That's what a smart here's, person would do. Here's some fucking drinks to make you happy. Yep. Well, it's you know. also one of those things like even Kiko was ahead of this crying Kiko. A lot of chefs crying in these episodes, uh, but at least, you know, like Tom did it. Kiko did it. Have some kind of shit pre-made, you know, just chopped up. And yeah. I didn't see if, if Heather had that or not, but like just a fruit plate, cheese and meats, whatever. It's like some basic stuff people can munch on pre-made bacon, pre-made whatever. So you can get that shit out so that even if they're waiting, they still got something they can kind of nibble on. And then, yeah. yeah, tell me, like, look, yeah, and the more complex your order, the longer it's going to take. We have one chef when it's a small kitchen. Like, the, I, I'm i amazed. Even like the Johnny Damon thing pissed me off where he's like, my food's not warm enough as he's fucking well, passing he out. Drunk he doesn't fucking know what he's talking about. <laughs> Johnny, your tongue probably is, is dead to you. You probably bitten your tongue off. Do you even taste the food? COVID. Your plate's um, actually right. empty, Johnny. You already ate your breakfast, so <laughs> your plate is cold. Your food is gone. <laughs> um, and then the only other thing I had is uh, the budgie smugglers. Good budgie name for smugglers. a good name for a heist heist comedy, like a buddy heist comedy. The budgie. Have you guys heard that before? The budgie smugglers. Never, never, I've never heard that before. That's uh, and I grew up you know my best friend's dad was british i know a lot of brits never never fucking heard not in any of the british movies i've watched which is plentiful never heard that phrase in my fucking life well two people had the uh the primary knew it and so did james so it must be james being british not surprising primary being gay not surprising that he yeah maybe it's just the thongs maybe i just haven't seen anything with a british thong before it's like you know the the gay strip clubs probably all thonged up dudes or the chick strip clubs Uh, but budgies i mean i know bollocks i know uh what's the other word i I know for british testicles 
I've just never heard budgies before. <laughs> I've never heard any of those words. Well, again, you can hear us on our podcast. We discussed last episode, uh, three white guys and an urban dictionary. Still going strong. Next episode, budgie smugglers. Don't miss it. It's actually just <laughs> clips from this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have like our 50th episode will just be clips of that'll be easy week there except someone edit it for us it'll be christmas week we'll phone it in actually it might work out to be christmas week jesus literally christ. 27 weeks in no. oh my god well actually we do this on a wednesday and it's the day before thanksgiving in two weeks i don't know about that one yeah we're gonna have yeah. to move that. I'm going to have to move that one to, uh, I'll be out of town. I'm, I'll definitely be out Wednesday. We'll have to move that to Are Tuesday. you going to be in Florida? Maybe we'll no, take I'll the week off. I'll be in San Diego. Uh, I'm going to be in Florida. So. Where in Florida? Naples. You think you're yeah. going to Florida? You're going into lockdown. <laughs> oh, I'm fucking getting the fuck out of here one way or the other. I told Jordan, if they're closing down the schools and they're shutting down sports, we're gone. Pack it up the car and... Head down south because I don't need to be here. So fuck this place. Yeah, exactly right, man. Someone feed my dog for three months while I'm gone, please. <laughs> Send applications, Bravo and beer. <laughs> we, need, we need a dog food intern in Cleveland, Ohio. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Any other thoughts on this show? <sighs> well, that was an exhausting episode for some reason. It really was. There's a lot. It's a long one. Yeah, yeah. A lot to go through. Yeah. All right, Rico. All right. Take us out. Burr. Bravo, bing bong. Nope, you cut out. Do it again. I don't believe it. I think you're lying to me now. It was, it was close. It was a little, it was a show. You were a small one. Small one. Bravo, bing ah. bong. Nope. Drop that. Bravo, bing bong. There you All go. All right, there you go. Bravo, that bing bong. <laughs> In stereo. All right, lady, you jerks. Yeah, See ya. Fuck off. Who is a damn sex queen?